0: Hi everyone, it's Maria and welcome to the Breaking Up With Toxicity podcast. Thank you for being with me today. Each week I will connect with people as they share relatable life experiences. We will talk about and at times challenge reoccurring unhealthy and toxic patterns that keep you from the changes you want to see as you break these unhealthy cycles. So let's get started and see where this show will take us today. Be sure to listen and don't forget to follow so that you never miss an episode. Always amazed me back then a the few people that I know back then they were so advanced they weren't as traditional and I always used to wonder how does like back then I did I was like how did that happen like I don't understand yeah me neither there was there
1: a lot of people some were very different and a lot more I don't know if it's educated because they really didn't get that much of an education back. Then. I didn't notice it was
0: because of that. It was just right. I it know, was just it naturally.
1: It, it, yeah, exactly. It didn't make sense how someone can have a certain way of thinking uh, and they grew up in the same. environment I don't know, I don't get it.
2: Lena, like, honestly, you were, you were probably the first person that spoke just so plainly and, and, and really honest you know? And, and you didn't find a lot of that. I know I was, I was raised to be so reserved, you know, like, I can't tell you my opinion. I first need to seek out what everybody else's opinion is first, and then I'll share my opinion, you know? Like, just have this protectiveness around ideas and thoughts. And you would just, were, we're so bold. And I was just, I remember just being blown away, like, oh, this is so shameful like at first I was like oh my gosh like (laughs) how would she speak like this and then I was like oh my god I actually love this because this is the way that I always wanted like I wanted to be you know and I feel like
1: right but you never thought you could
2: and then when when I came along you were kind
1: of in shock right in the beginning I remember you telling me oh my god this girl is saying exactly what she feels how is she doing this right I remember yeah you said exactly
2: what was on your mind and I was like no, no, it doesn't you know. matter who was yeah.
1: there, it, right? It doesn't. It, it's crazy, but I, I was like that my entire life, I think, and that was that's also why I was a little bit black sheep of my family, also. You know what I mean? Because I, I always stood up for what I believed, and I didn't. How do I say this? I really wasn't worried about what you thought about me, as long as I was being true to myself. Yeah. I never, I don't think I disrespected anyone I, when I never tried to, I just wanted to, if I felt like you were wrong about something, I will let you know that I think you're wrong about something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And or whatever the case was, I just always spoke my truth. And some people actually like you, you liked the fact that I was that way. And some people might've not liked it, but you know what? It is what it is. I am who I am, and I can't change that. So,
2: but do you do you think that that was a result of the way that you were raised? Do you think that there was somebody in your life that you saw? Like, is there somebody in your life that you saw that was like that, and that's why you're like that?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it just came. It was me. She neat. learned
0: that in her environment. We have certain. Well, let me. How do I explain? Let me explain it this way: tendencies. All of us have various, so many tendencies and those are learned in our environment. So they mm-hmm. can be learned at home or they can learn that at school. You spend so many hours of school and many years of your life mm-hmm. and a person picks up on them. So it may, been, it, it may have been where that's where you got that strength in order to voice your opinion and speak up for yourself and stand up for yourself where someone else just didn't have it in them. They just, they were there. It could have been their anxiety. Anxiety does a lot of things for people and they worry so much about what other people think and their perceptions of it. And maybe you're somebody that doesn't have anxiety. So that's why you were able to do it.
1: Got it.
2: Yeah. I feel like I was surrounded by for a good part of my life, I still see it as people that speak in riddles. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Please tell me what you want because I don't have time to solve your riddles. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no time for puzzles right now.
0: Like, <laughs> Please, well, self-esteem, doubt, you know, insecurities. There's so many things that it can be. You're right. It really is. We're so quick as as often as we say. We should take into consideration people's, you know, upbringing, people's personalities and people's lifestyles and whatnot. It's sometimes with individuals, their inability to do so, it can be so deep in there and we don't know. And that's the best that they're doing. But as much as that, we don't want to criticize or judge others. And I'm not saying that that's what you're saying or doing, Mm -hmm. but we often have to check in with ourselves like, wow, I think I'm kind of doing that, though. I mean, I always catch myself to make sure I'm not doing it because we don't know. It's like, hmm, let me see. Let me think about if it's if it's for this reason, that reason. What do they really mean? How are they saying it? Sometimes you just got to kind of sit back and just listen and then process it later and don't go with it. Yeah. People are fighting so many battles that so many people don't know about. And we hear that. That's so cliche, right?
2: But They really do. But when they're doing that, like, do you do you see that? It's, it's interesting because I had this conversation with my daughter the other day, because um, you know she was she's dealing with somebody that that's been going through something, mm-hmm. and and she said to me, "Mom, that's not an excuse for them to behave this way." And I was mm-hmm. like, "It's not. It's not an excuse." But you want to try to get you 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 want to understand. And she was like, "But do I?" And I was just. And it and I and I was just looking at her, and I was thinking to myself, "Yes, like yes, you you do you you want to know? I, I do. That's how that's how I am as an individual. Like I want to know, but I also believe that it's not an excuse. It's just it'll help you better understand, and how and what you do with that information, you know, is up to you as an individual. But it, it's." It's sad at times because you're like, this person's like this because they've gone through certain traumas and you want to give them a second chance. But the reality is you don't know, you can assume, right? They've gone through this trauma mm-hmm. and they're behaving in this fashion because as a result of the trauma, it's not an excuse per se, but it helps explain the why. And sometimes, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, I need, I need to understand the why at times um, even though sometimes I tell myself it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, but I, f- I still feel like I need to understand the why. So sitting in front of my daughter and she's asking me, like, do I, do I really want to know? And I'm like, oh, yes.
0: <laughs> right. Sometimes why is important. Sometimes it may not be yeah. what I, when I work with people, I'm going to try to relate it to what you just talked about, but that's when your boundaries come into place. The average person is not taught healthy boundaries. Actually, that's like forbidden in a home. And especially coming from a very traditional upbringing, that didn't exist. You (laughs) didn't have an opinion. Opinion was disrespectful. Yeah. Not because they wanted, they had no intention of hurting you. They wanted the best for you and to see you become the best. But they only thought they knew is the best. And the best was you don't talk back right? So that, that individual builds um, this perception that if I say something, I'll be criticized, I'll be made fun of, I'm insecure about it, what if I'm wrong? Because they're always constantly being, re- excuse me, reinforced in a negative way. In, in, in teenage years, that's when so many things start to surface. It starts right around middle school, and then increases in teenage years and then in their twenties, that's when it's just like, wow, I need to revisit my life. What is going on? Boundaries are so important. That's what protects you from everything that's going outside. And it's not a way to be disrespectful and it do, it's not something that's selfish. It's done within a healthy balance and it's up to each individual to decide what healthy is for them. For example, when someone says to you, Diana, I don't know if this could help or apply with your daughter, but, oh, my friend is so mean to me. Okay. You hear that often enough. The next question is, well, why, why are you letting them be mean to you? Yeah. Unfortunately or fortunately, they're going to be however they are and you cannot control that, but you absolutely cannot allow that to happen to you.
2: Yeah. And that's the conversation, right? And that's, <clears throat> that 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 is exactly what ends up happening. And you ask those questions and then just try to get to the brass tacks of it I I, I just feel like any way you slice it, it makes you sound selfish, right? But like How? what's How? in it what's in it for you? Like not 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 in, in the sense of like you're gonna receive like an item, but like in the relationship. Like what's in it for you if you're constantly the farmer, right? And and you're never you're never the flower. Then, then, what's in it for you? If this person is always going to make you feel bad about yourself, this person. Always- no one's going to make you. I'm
0: sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, we let people do what they do. We let people treat us the way we do, and we let people talk to us the way you do. And it can be done in a way that is, let's say, a nice, an appropriate, and a good way.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's up to them to decide if they want to be part of this and work with you or not. Okay. I used to, Listen, I'm going to, I used to be the one in my early years and my teen years and even in my twenties. And you know what? My thirties too. They made me feel this way. No, now I own it. No one, no one is allowed to make me feel any other way. That is not okay with me. I decide that's a boundary. I learn how to enforce with people. You always have to let people know what it is. Hey listen, you know what? I enjoy your company or uh if it's time management cuz there's so many different boundaries, please respect it. The person who wants to respect it will, the one that doesn't won't, and then it's up to you to decide how they fit into your life or not.
1: You got that, Diana?
2: <laughs> I got it. I got it. Excuse me. <laughs> with teenagers and when you know when an entire friend group is is involved you know it's just I'll tell you the dynamic
0: the average whenever I have the especially high schoolers in here I usually starts in eighth grade they all get education one-on-one on group dynamics so we have the president okay and that's usually the the one kid that is The organizer, pretty much everyone else does participate in it, but there's always going to be one that's more vocal about what everyone should be doing. They may have one assistant. So that's the tag along person who's kind of going to be like whatever they say, they're going to follow along with it and not have so much of of an opinion, but support the president then there's either two to three other kids it's usually a kid group that makes up a five even though the kids have these larger groups so the last three kids one may be anxious somebody else ADHD, and someone else's depression and the first two that's where your personality diagnoses are and it starts that young by the time they are in 10th 11th grade that dynamic has broken down because as they get older triggers is what surfaces symptoms and the symptoms appear more so when you start talking about or hearing what's going on in the groups it's going to change oh she's so mean you forgive it for a while you kind of just brush it under the under the rug and then as these kids grow up older and like i said once they're into high school like wow you know something she really is mean yeah i know that's who she really is yeah but somebody with anxiety adhd and depression, if they're in that group mix, which most often it is, and I'm not saying all the time, but most often it is, those are their those two, the president and the vice president, are the lessons for those other three. Because those three are the people pleasers, they're the doormats. They may lack like good self-esteem, where they'll have some in certain areas and other areas they don't. Uh, they doubt themselves a lot. And they worry about people a lot. They have a lot of empathy.
2: Okay. I'm taking notes here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to figure out which? (laughs) Yeah, who is
2: who? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I have the kids come
0: back, you know, like (laughs) I have kids that started in in middle school and they're like in college and some (laughs) graduate, some have graduated college, right? And it's a never fail. By the time they're in sophomore year, and especially junior year in high school, like oh, Maria, you're right. I was like, it's not a matter of being right; it's educating you. This way, you you don't let it impact your quality of life. You can decide to do with it with, with whatever you want. You can still be friends with them, but just protect your peace. It's a different kind of friendship, but we have these high expectations of people. That's something else that gets us in trouble. Mm. Be careful with your expectations. We're all different.
2: It's true. I feel like in general, just expectations. I actually just had this conversation with my <laughs> husband and I, and and I feel like I always set myself up. You have these expectations and the reality is if you're not communicating your expectations, it's not going to happen. Right? Oh, it's so
0: problematic. I teach everybody that comes in here, especially with working with families, and this ties to expectations. So way back when, let's go back to our grandparents. <laughs> I'm not going to go further back than that. So we have these roles that we we played back then. So we have your mother, your father, your, let's say, son and daughter, Those are their titles. Within those titles, there's a description. So your father had these obligations to the wife and to the family. Then the mother had her title as mother and wife, and she had her job description. This is the role that she played in the relationship with the husband and the family and the children. And then the same thing for kids. Now, as we evolved, as times changed in society, those descriptions do not fit those titles anymore. Yeah. And people have a really difficult time adjusting, adapting, and accepting. It's like, well, my mother doesn't do this. Okay, I understand. Or my father doesn't do this. Or my sister or my brother, whomever it be. Because they're looking at that old model back then that that's what the description is needed to fit that title. It doesn't happen today.
1: Right. Now it's and completely if it does, different. it's
0: different. Yes, thank you, Lena. It's just yeah. very different today.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's certain that's certainly true. And then if you layer in traditional expectations as well on top of on top of just the the generic, right? I think there, <laughs> there you know extra <laughs> level of complexity there, right?
0: Thank you for joining us today and being part of the show. In this episode, Diana and Lena shared how their role expectations have played out throughout their lives and how they are evolving, what it was like voicing their opinions, and we also touched on understanding different personality types. So join us and follow Diana and Lena as they continue to share their experiences and talk about something very taboo, abuse, and the evolving changes in the roles of both men and women as we continue to unravel and explore the layers of generational trauma and how cycles are being broken.